Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure to check out their app in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store and on Twitter at Line Star DFS and Line Star MLB. You will not regret it. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh, another home run tonight. I got Nelly Cruz, went yes. yak. So. Uh, excited about that. Two days in a row, starting to pick up steam. So uh, loving that. Yeah, literally, I just watched, uh, again, we recorded the night before, but uh, Tim Anderson just flew out to the wall. I thought I was going to get to like literally explode right when the show came on, but no, I digress. <laughs> Everything else is going great. White Sox, 13 runs. Uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I basically tweeted out that uh, Andrew Vaughn's going deep today and getting his first home run, and he went deep today. So that was fun. But um, it's been a fun day of baseball. The pitchers like Woodruff and Cole. Cole got over 40 DK points. Woodruff got like 35. Urias is cruising through four right now, striking out all of the Mariners. So it's it's been a very, very entertaining night of baseball. So I think people should be doing pretty good if they listen to this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we got a bunch of the hitters right and the pitchers right so far. So, uh, so far, so good. Yeah, just need the D-backs to, to wake up against the scummy, trashy. They, they 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 changed pitchers four times today. They made it entertaining, but we need the D-backs to get going. And well, that, you remember, Gallon right. got scratched, too. So yeah, uh, that was – they did okay with Matt Peacock up there. I mean, Aguilar went deep in his first at-bat, and he's just been on a tear recently. So uh, hopefully it's going to get better here. But they're, they're late and down a run, so we'll see if they can pull it out. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. I feel kind of dirty about it. But every time I see Aguilar hit a home run, I think of you. So <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but here we are. I, I um, love to be uh, I love to be associated with Aguilar. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yes, he is. But uh, there is a five game early slate starting about 1220 Eastern time, 920 Pacific. So we'll hit that like Cliff Notes version for you real quick. And then we'll dig into the six game main slate. So it's kind of fun, a five game and a six game to kind of occupy your DFS needs for the entire day of baseball. So real quick, Bogman, um, on the early slate, we have the likes of Toronto, Atlanta, Philly, Washington, Kansas City, Detroit, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Chicago. There's For both slates, there's really no rain issues at all for now, so that's great. Um, on the early slate, we get the return of Corbin Burns, which is going to be great. Going against Jack Flaherty, which should just be a pitcher's duel. I think both pitchers are clearly in play. Um, and then you got some like other options like Lance Lynn's interesting, Eflin. Um, and then you got the Turnbull versus Lynch battle if you want to just punt and see what happens. So <laughs> what kind of pitchers stand out to you on this five-game slate? I mean, the the I think the most chalking one is going to be Lynn here, right? Because, uh, you know, Burns is coming back off the IL. Sometimes those guys can be somewhat limited. or with the you vid. Know, he was on the yeah, vid. Yeah, it, it, and especially with the vid, you know. So uh, we'll see what he can do coming back. Uh, I kind of like Flaherty, too, yes. in that game. I think I'd prefer Flaherty. Yep. I didn't look up the prices uh, because I'm I got not, a free right here. He's I'm 90, not usually 94 on DK, 94 on DK, 10-5 on FanDuel. Right. It's really that 920 game that gets me on the, being on the <laughs> West Coast and being a late nighter that I am. You know, this is the middle of my day as we're recording this right here. So I'm about to go get some dinner after this. But uh, yeah, uh, so Lynn is probably the chalkiest for me. 
then Flaherty, then Eflin, I think. After that, I don't want any part of Lynch and Turnbull. Uh, I don't particularly care for Pineda in this one. Uh, Morton and Stripling, I think I want to stack both sides of hitting on that game. So uh, for me, yeah, it would be it would go Lynn, Flaherty, Eflin. Those are my three guys for that early slate. Yeah, we're we're similar. Like I think Flaherty is the guy I want to I want to load up on. That's like the Milwaukee swing and miss in that lineup really really gets yeah. me excited. So I kind of want to load up on that. He's been really good, like quietly good. And I've been an anti Flaherty guy for a long time, but I've even been rolling him out lately. So I, I'm on that train. I'm not gonna not have Burns if I make like three lineups because if for some reason he's just back to Corbin Burns, I'm gonna be so angry at myself. But um, I anti Flaherty sounds like a Tums ripoff, by the way. Just so you know, <laughs> it is. It, I have my anti Flaherty <laughs> after I have my Taco Bell, so it's uh, it's it's really good stuff there. But I will say one thing: is watch the lineups on Getaway Day. You might get some cushy lineups to kind of get some cheaper pitching. Like I'm having all the Philadelphia bats because I'm just going to keep attacking Patrick Corbin. That's not going to change. Yeah. But I like your call on the Toronto Atlanta against Morton and Stripling. Uh, the only caveat with Turnbull and Lynch is both offenses can be very good and very bad. So if you're in tournaments. I see the appeal of using the cheap bats because there's always value yeah. in those two teams. I also see the appeal of, you know, Kansas City's been struggling and then Lynch is a lefty versus Detroit, like we talk about. So at least 5,700 on DK and on FanDuel, Lynch is a whopping 56. I would not use him on FanDuel because I don't think he can go six innings to get you the quality start you'll need. But on DK, if you just want to go full YOLO and get all the bats you want with like Lynch and Flaherty, yeah. I can see the appeal. But it's yeah, going to be pucker up. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think Lynch is the contrarian play, but no, I'm yeah. not. Gonna, I'm not going to mess with that morning slate anyway. Yeah. Well, and the fun thing is, last thing I'll mention is on Fanduel with just one pitcher, it's kind of fun. Like the three expensive guys, Burns, Flaherty, and Lynn, and even Eflin to an extent, you can just mix and match there and really build some good lineups and kind of avoid the chalky one if you want. Because I think Burns will still be very popular. I think he really will be because people just see him, they love him, yeah. they go. Like Woodruff dealt again tonight. We say it time and time again. He's just as good, if not better, than Burns on most nights. And he just did it again at, you know, half of Cole's ownership. Yeah. So it's, it's really fun stuff to watch. But that's your early state preview. Let's get to the six-game main slate on this one, Bob. And like I said, weather-wise, we're looking, we're looking good. Nothing to really get too concerned about here. We've got six games starting at our usual time, 7-10 Eastern, which is nice to see. And we'll start it off with Oakland at Boston on this one. And we're going to be limited on totals, it looks like. Okay, we have Manaya versus Richards in this one. Total is nine and a half, which is funny because Manaya and Richards have both been quasi-decent. Uh, Manaya is 88 on DK, 88 on Fandle. Richards, 82 on DK, 81 on Fandle. So the sites agree. That's a first. <laughs> but um, are you interested in either of these pitchers? Because we've seen the starters take advantage of these offenses in the first two games of the series. Yeah, and, and on the slate, as we go through it, you'll see there is just not... There's not a lot of options tonight, so uh, you're going to have to kind of pick and choose, and you can't really be too picky. So I kind of like Manaya. Four out of seven quality starts. Last time out, he pitched seven and a third, one earned, ten strikeouts, and one walk, so it seems like he is getting better, and um, I, I like him just slightly better than Richards. Richards is in pretty solid though too. 22 to two strikeouts to, to walks in his last three starts, so he's been pretty good. It's just Manaya makes me nervous because Boston has been hitting a little bit. So yep. uh, I don't really want to mess with him. But in this in this short slate, you may have to roll out Manaya, especially on DK as a second pitcher. So if I got to pick between them, I'm going to take Manaya. Yeah, the pitching's very tough, as you said. So 
I could see the argument for both. For me, I'm actually going on the Richard side on this one just because the, the Boston offense against the lefty. If like Manaya's off at all, it could get real rough. And he's been very, very good. So I'll give him his credit. But I'll go Richards in this one, but I'm going to prefer not to have either one. What bats do you like in this one? Yeah, I mean, there's some decent PVB data here with uh, Bogarts four for nine against Manaya with a double, but uh, most of it's on. The Oakland side, Matt Olson's three for eight with a bomb off Richards. Jed Lowry is six for 22 with three doubles and a homer against him. Mitch Moreland is eight of 27 with a double, so hitting 296. And then there's been, you know, Seth Brown's been hot and he's cheap, 31 and 25. Should he be in there? Uh, Chapman and Loriano have also been hot as well. Um, on their expensive bats on the Boston side, right? It's Devers, it's Martinez, and Verdugo have all been hitting but they are costly. So if you're not going with Mania, it could be worth it to pay up for some of those uh, Boston hitters. But I, I think I'm going mainly A's uh, on in this game. And that's why it's hard for me to take Richards. Like I see the appeal because the A's strike out a ton. But man, when they're clicking with Olsen, Olsen went deep again on Wednesday. You mentioned Seth Brown, even Mitch Moreland. If you want to go cheaper at first base on Fandle, you can use Olsen and Moreland if you want. Uh, there, there's ways to go around it, which make it, it makes it intriguing because we know Richards if he gets hit around, he gives up a lot of long balls. So right. that becomes very, very fantasy relevant for you on your DFS slate. Uh, Yankees at Tampa Bay on this one. Tampa Bay offense is just dreadful right now. It is Jamison Tyon, Rich Hill, over under eight and a half. And I'll give him a grain of salt. Garrett Cole is just filthy. So he'll make a lot yeah. of teams look dreadful. But as a whole, they've been just struggling tremendously. So you got Tyon at 77 on both sides. Hill 72 on DK, 68 on FanDuel. Honestly, Bogman, again, on a slate with rough pitching, Tyon's close to an SP2 option on DK for me just for the upside of maybe going five or six, getting me five or six Ks and not getting blown up. And his XFIP is way better than his ERA, too. His ERA is 502, his XFIP 384, but he's only got one game over five innings pitch, which, mm -hmm. ma which makes me a little shaky on him. But I, I'm I'm with you with Tampa Bay kind of struggling right now. I do I think I like Tyon just like slightly ahead of Manaya. Yeah. Uh 34 to six. Uh strikeouts to walks over the season as well. Uh, DJ LeMayhew against Hill has gone five for 15, three doubles and a triple. So four of his five hits have gone for extra bases against him. And he's at 54 and 39. Uh, Brett Gardner is two for five uh, against him. So hitting 400. And then, you know, the hot bats are on the Yankee side too. It's Urshela 43 and 26, Aaron Hicks 36 and 27, and of course Stanton at 54 and 36 have been hot. There's some cheap options if Sanino's in there and Brett Phillips on the Tampa Bay side, but I'm not really interested in Tampa Bay in any way, shape, or form for this game. Yeah, it's like if I'm playing any Tampa Bay. It's kind of like one-offs with like a Meadows or a Wendell or a Lau, like a guy that right. can maybe give me one to two homers. That's about all I'm doing. That's why Zanino's yeah. like, I've said it time and time again, like in a GPP, I got no problem throwing a dart on Zanino because he's either going to strike out four times or he's going to go deep. That's what you're going to get. So yeah. that, that part's intriguing, but this team is just in a funk right now, and I'm willing to kind of miss out on the breakout type thing. Uh, next game on the slate, Texas at Houston, the battle of the Lone Star State. Fulton Evich, Javier, over under eight and a half. And Javier is a darling of ours for a while. He's got hit around his last two timeout. Uh, he's 10,000 on DK, 92 on Fandle. He's the highest priced DK pitcher. And then on uh, Fulton, 64 on DK, 78 on Fandle. And we've been kind of on the, oh, may, me, maybe. We've been, uh, our, we've been on the Fulton from time to time, but he's starting to regress to the Fulton we know and love. So where are you at on this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm just not playing 
uh, either pitcher. Javier's too expensive for this slate. Even though there's limited pitcher options, I'm just not going to do it. He's given up eight runs in his last two starts, like you said. And then Fulty, I just can't do it against Houston. There's too many hot bats in this lineup. You know, just going through like over the last week, the top 100 players in fantasy, it's uh, Jordan Alvarez is in there. Yuli's in there. He went yak again tonight. Kyle Tucker, Altuve, I think he hit a bomb tonight too. Tucker, Tucker and Alvarez both went deep. Yeah, it, yeah, and Bregman and Maldonado and Brantley, like they're too hot. On the other side, there's been good hitters for Texas mm -hmm. too. Uh, uh, Adolis Garcia is the number one player over the last week, right? Yep. IKF, Joey Gallo uh, went yard the other night. Nate Lowe is still on that list. David Dahl's heating back up. Willie Calhoun yep. is at least hitting for a high average if he's not hitting, if he's not driving guys in in that this Texas lineup. But uh, I would stack either side of this before I would throw a pitcher out. Yeah, this one it interests me because like the Oakland Boston game's total is nine and a half. This one's eight and a half, and I kind of want to stack this game combined. Yeah, like Texas and Houston. Like, would you be shocked if Javier figures it out after two bad starts? Sure, because Texas really, doesn't have a lot of swing and miss. At the same time, I see them striking out a lot, but you know, three true outcomes we talk about with Texas. Right. So I, I could see them putting some runs in, and and the Houston bullpen's not that great. Javier's not going that deep, so. I'm intrigued on both sides of this. You named the players, the usual suspects. <laughs> Start with Garcia and build around him on Texas. That's just what we do. But, you know, Jordan and Tucker are just two guys I just want to keep plugging in, especially as Tucker continues to be too cheap. His, his price is going to rise. But it was just a matter of time, and he is just crushing baseballs right now. And you got Fulton Evich. Like, I'm sorry, Fulty, but you're not going to be long for this one. It's <laughs> right. just not happening. Um, Cincinnati at Colorado. We go to Coors. And I'm glad we have Coors with two bad pitchers, one and a half bad pitchers on this game because that'll make Houston and Texas and Boston or the big teams a lot lower owned, which is always great. But again, Cincinnati, Colorado, Luis Castillo, damn, you were good at one time. Chichi Gonzalez, over under 10 and a half. I'm not using either pitcher, Bogman. It is stack up and stack up. Like you got the Winkers and the Naquins of the world and the Sinzels leading off and they don't even price right, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I'll say this just to throw it out there into the universe. I, Castillo I is the yep. ultimate contrarian play because yeah, he's so it. cheap and uh, he's been so awful and they're in Colorado. So it's like everything adds it. up to him being horrific. So, mm -hmm. of course, this would be his best start. I think right? I tweeted that out like on Monday when I looked at the schedule. I'm like, oh, sweet. I get to bench Castillo this week because he's pitching in Colorado. So that means he's going to shove for the first time all yeah. season that I've been, I've rostered him every yeah, week. Complete game shutout, I'm sure. Uh, on well, Colorado this strikes out a ton, and then he's cheap, like you said. So even if he gives up three or four, but strikes out like six at like 4% yeah. ownership, that's not bad yeah. for an SB2. That's true. I mean, uh, there's no way I touch Chichi Gonzalez. 19 runs no. in 28 and two thirds, and 15 strikeouts in 28 and two thirds. So, hard pass on that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's Reds bats and the guys that have been hot. You mentioned Winker, 51 and 45. Uh, Naquin, 43 and 34. Senzel, 37 and 3,000. Kyle Farmer has been hitting pretty well, 3,300 and 2,500 on the Colorado side. Uh, Raimel Tapia, 39 and 33. Charlie Blackman, 45 and 35. And Daza is cheaper on DK than he is on FanDuel, 22 and 25. And there's one guy with a little PVB data here. Uh, Elias Diaz has hit Castillo before, four for nine with a double. Uh, I know he pinch hit tonight. Uh, we'll see. Maybe he gets a start in uh, in this game just because he has a good track record, but he doesn't usually play. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. That. There's even more value depending on the lineup because first base has been Matt Adams or Connor Joe. They're both below 3K. Like, right, right. 
I don't want a lot of the Colorado side. Like I get it. It's Castillo and then the Reds bullpen, which we talked time and time again is one of the worst in all of baseball. But um, this over under of 10 and a half, it seems too easy, which is scary. Like I just want to pound. If you're a gambling <laughs> person, just take the over in this one and walk away. Like take the Reds team total over whatever that is too. It just seems way too good. Let's head to the desert. Miami at Arizona. Trevor Rogers, Merrill Kelly over under eight. Uh, Rogers 93 on DK 99 on FanDuel. Kelly 79 on DK 72 on FanDuel. Rogers, I am paying up for a lot tonight, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, at least five innings pitch in every start after his first start. Three earned runs is the most he's given up in any game uh, against Merrill Kelly, who has one quality start of his seven this year. Uh, going to be a no for me, dog, on Kelly. So, yeah, Rogers is probably going to be the chalkiest pitcher of the night tonight. Yeah, and it's one of those chalks I'll take because we mentioned a lot of bats that I do like. And with Colorado in play, we'll get them low owned enough. Like so far this week, we've been hitting stacks. And every time I log in, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be chalk. And they really aren't. So that l- allows you to pay for Garrett Cole at 60% owned. That'll allow you to pay for Rogers tonight. That's just the right. beauty of it. And with pitching the way it is, you take these upside strikeout guys and then just, just roll the dice on bats. So speaking of bats, who do you like? Because I'm not attacking Rogers, but we know Kelly. You've seen him enough. I've seen him enough. You can go to town if you really want to. Yeah, you want to take the guys that hit the long ball against Kelly. I mean, Duvall, 4,027. Four Aguilar has been hot, 45 and 34. He's not too expensive. Uh, Lewis Brinson can uh, go yak, 2,300 and 2,100. He's a nice free square. Uh, Corey Dickerson, 41 and 25. And then Magnaris Sierra, if he's in there, he's been hitting a little bit recently too, uh, 2,000 apiece on each site. All right, last game of the evening, Cleveland Indians at the Seattle Mariners. No total on this one because we get the right, the, the chosen one in Seattle. Logan Gilbert is 4000 on DK, not priced on FanDuel. Against Zach Plesak, 83 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. It's like my main targets tonight are Rodgers, Plesak, and Gilbert. Gilbert yeah. at 4000 he's already stretched out. He's He's been pitching in the minors. He looked absolutely filthy in his debut. Uh, we know his talent level. We know Indians offense is not great. And at $4,000, I'm willing to take whatever risk it is. He's going to be super chalky. Did they get him in in FanDuel yet? Not yet. He, he, okay, he wasn't no, he's in. not there yet. He'll, they usually do that like the next day and whenever the totals come out type thing. Right, right. But right. I I wouldn't use him on FanDuel because I could see him going like five innings. But on DK as an SP2 that allows you to do whatever you want. It's very hard to say no. Yeah, I mean, he's at least got to be your second guy. So you're absolutely right about that. And I think Plesak, in my opinion, is the best option on the slate. Like we said, Seattle uh, not hitting very well as of recently. So uh, going up against Plesak is a tough matchup. And he's cheap. Uh, he's cheaper than Rogers at 83 and 84, where, uh, Rogers is 93 and 99. So I think he's the best option, which makes me not want to take a lot of bats in this game. Cause I like both sides of the pitching, but, I, um, I think I might go with, you know, Hernandez has been hot. He went yak tonight. Uh, Jose Ramirez has been nice and hot 53 and 4,000. Hanager hit two the other day. He's 4,300. Kyle Lewis is starting to pick it up again, 32 and 28. So those are the bats that I might use. But I think for the most part, I'm with you. I want Plesak and and I want Gilbert in, in some lineups. So I'm going to mainly focus on pitching in this game. And, and the one thing I'll say is if you're looking to be different anywhere tonight, stacking Cleveland, even if it's three-man, because everyone's going to own Gilbert. Yeah. So the bats, so the, this is your, your leverage stack is – the Indians. It's not a great stack because it's in Seattle, but 
if the kid struggles, we've seen it time and time again, you know, they, they get the adrenaline going and they just, they struggle early. Maybe the Indians can run into a few. I just, they just don't feel like an offense that can put up like 10 runs and make the stack worth it to me. It's, right, just, it, right. it's so tough with them, but uh, that's your angle. So yeah, for me, it's pretty much Rogers, please and Gilbert. I think they're gonna be so chalky, but I'm just willing to do that and build around elsewhere. That's where I'm at right now. As we record, that's what stands out to me. Um, when we're talking about stacks on this six game slate, Bogman, where are you focusing your attention? I mean, Yankees against Hill, I think is a good one. Either side of Houston or Texas, I think is pretty solid too. And uh, Cincinnati against Chichi. Yeah, the Texas Houston game, I absolutely love it. Texas will be the lower owned side of that one, but I love both sides. Like it's hard to ignore the boppers in Houston. Love Cincinnati. Both sides can be in play, but Cincinnati, like basically, if I, I want Texas Houston, Cincy, and sprinkle in some like Miami, that's kind of where right. I'm focused right now with those three pitchers. And I think just sprinkling in Miami alone and then some Texas bats because Javier still, he gets attention. You'll be unique enough to take whatever pitcher you want. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I really think he will. All right, Bogman, with all of that being said, we have six games to choose from. You have hit two games in a row, <laughs> two games in a row, two nights in a row, the home run call. So people follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar DFS and Linestar MLB. They will tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you are one of the chosen three and one of those three home runs get hit, you win some free swag. So Bogman, on Thursday, May 13th, who is your home run call of the day? Uh, I'm going to go with Stanton today. Stanton against Hill. That's going to be my home run call. Don't let me down, Giancarlo. I've been going back to my favorites recently, and they've been rocking for me. So come on, Stanton. Let's get one. Yes, they have been. I'm going to go back to to Houston. I'm, a, I, I'm debated between two guys. I'm going back to Jordan Alvarez. Jordan I, Alvarez. That was my other option. Yeah. was going to be Alvarez. So I was weighing Jordan and Tucker, but I'm like, yeah, I'm taking Jordan <laughs> against, um, against good old Fulty there. So you have Giancarlo. I have Jordan Alvarez. It's going to be a doozy. Everybody, go give a rate and review on iTunes of the podcast. We truly would appreciate it. They've been great coming in. Keep them coming. Also, if you'd like to watch the video like yesterday's uh, show, uh, Wednesday's episode, if you want to see me like have to pull away from the mic from laughter because of a one-liner <laughs> from Bogman, you can't get that on the audio version. You can hear me chuckle, but you can't see the reaction. It's 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 fun. Go check out the Lionstar YouTube page and like and share all that good stuff. But uh, until next time, we'll have a full Friday slate for you. But for now, five-game early. Six game Thursday, main slate. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.